0: Yo, what's up? Welcome back to uh, Devil's Advocate. New name, Keaton. New name. Devil's Advocate, a video game podcast. I'm your host, Tanner Kirby, alongside my friend and colleague in gaming, Keaton Kirby.
1: How's it going, Tanner?
0: It's going. It's going. It's been so long since we last did one of these that everything's changed. (laughs) I feel like this is like... Yeah, this is true. This is... This is Avengers level threat, you know. We we the snap happened and we're oh. back now and everything's been bought. <laughs> Norman Osborn is back <laughs> and he is buying gaming companies <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Exactly. Exactly. So obviously uh with this gaming podcast we're going to be talking about the the news of the week. We're going to be talking about what we're playing as well as what we're expecting from 2022. Uh as you can tell, Keaton's got a child. If you heard that. Keaton's right a child. Keaton <laughs> with child. So that happened in between the snap.
1: <laughs> he came back and had a baby. <laughs> uh,
0: but you know, obviously this past week, the biggest news that me and Keaton are planning to talk about is the Activision and uh, the Microsoft acquisition of Activision uh and you know what that brings with the company you know the cons uh the benefits the pros uh stuff we want to send to hell and stuff we want to send to heaven uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so that's what we're going to be talking about most of this uh podcast uh but for me when i think about the activision uh you know buyout and everything i can't imagine it's going to be that drastic I think there's going to be some studios that will get uh, more, you know, breathing room. They'll get different projects. Toys for Bob is not going to be a Call of Duty studio anymore. Um, they're definitely going to get moved back onto Crash Bandicoot and Spyro and uh, those types of projects rather than Call of Duty like Activision had them on. And I can see, you know, a lot of the expansion and some exclusivity um, from the various different uh exclusives minus call of duty uh, though there might be some debate there between me and you on that um but I, I i just think that it's gonna change things uh there's been all kinds of you know memes and stuff about sony with the spider-man ad you know i have nothing <coughs> but spider-man and and there's been so many you know little cringy avengers things where halo was captain america the the rest of the MCU is all these new Call of Duty and all these new exclusives that Xbox now has. Uh, but yeah, Keith, Keith I, want, I don't want to talk too much, so I want to bring it back to you. What are your overall thoughts with the Activision buying out of, uh, or the Microsoft buying out of
1: Activision? Man, to start it, first of all, it took us all by shock, right? Yeah. Left field. No. I one woke up come. that morning
0: and I said, Oh shit.
1: <laughs> um no, I think you
0: texted me it. You texted me I did, that I morning. Did. And it was super early in the morning.
1: <laughs> but my second take was I am not as excited as the Bethesda acquisition or ZeniMax or whatever it is.
0: Well we're talking about a six Which was, what was what was it six billion? Six billion compared to
1: sixty? Yeah, yeah, it was $7 billion compared to seventy, more or less. And then it hit me, after all this, I was like, how did Sony get Insomniac for like $229 million? Yeah. So that was the other one. And I'm sitting there, first of all, all of these. And then I looked up, just kind of, you know, just looked it up recently. Um, of course, the numbers change every year. But as you've known, I would say since, what, Modern Warfare 2? Mm-hmm. Call of Duty has been the best-selling game since then, yeah. over a decade. Every single year. Uh,
0: I think Vanguard so might change that a little bit, but I don't know what Vanguard sales are.
1: Yeah, and I, I do too. I think it kind of maybe, um, from Wouldn't my the understanding, of the year. it's maybe, yeah, it's not as prominent, I guess you would say, but Modern Warfare 2 is going to release this year, and I'm pretty sure it's just going oh, to completely destroy sales charts. But what well, I was thinking... With that, though, I just looked it up, and then the last thing I could find, it actually was based off of Modern Warfare in 2019 um, and going to the next year, and it roughly showed Modern Warfare about almost 2 billion, with Warzone being around 2 billion. So, hypothetically, that's 4 billion a year, right? Right. You did 70 billion. You've seen in the past, since, like you said, let's say Modern Warfare 2. Almost a decade worth of being the best-selling game. So, assuming that that's not going to decline, you're going to recover or recoup within ten years, forty billion, right? Yeah. So, when you think of it that way, it's like, man, that's not as bad as you thought. No, and yeah. then I head to like, how much do you think Overwatch is made? How, how much, much do you think, you think World of Warcraft
0: made? makes a year? That's still exactly. a subscription-based
1: MMO. That's what I was thinking. And I was thinking World of Warcraft actually on the PC side will be a bridge to so many people getting onto Game Pass. Because from my understanding, it's like, what if they offer World of Warcraft, which includes the online service to play the game, through Game Pass? So, World of Warcraft, I mean, it's been years since I played it, but I believe it was $15 a month. Yeah. So, what if they're like, hey, by the way, just get Game Pass. You get World of Warcraft on PC. Who knows? What if they bring to console, which would be dope? But let's just keep it on PC for this sake. Every person who plays World of Warcraft, and I'm sure it's still in the millions, probably twenty, what, six to ten, easy, would immediately switch to Game Pass because not only do you get World of Warcraft that she's paying 15 a month for, you get literally the bevy of all the other products that Microsoft are offering, offering through Game Pass. Right. Yeah, And you're getting, for instance, Halo Infinite just came out, right? Yeah. Um, hypothetically, the next Call of Duty will be Day 1 Game Pass. Now, that's just, you know, I know we're rambling here, but the thing I was kind of, you brought up, the I do believe Call of Duty will just be Day 1 Game Pass. I don't think that's yeah, yeah, going close gonna be, to exclude it's going to be,
0: it's gonna be on Game Pass, but I don't believe it'll be exclusive.
1: Yeah, you just got too many. It's kinda of like the Minecraft thing when they bought Minecraft, they didn't make it exclusive to one platform. Yep. And I think Call of Duty's on that level that mm-hmm. you wouldn't make it exclusive. Now I mean you could. And it depends on I know we've had this conversation yeah, before would you we want to went on our sales it
0: in half.
1: But here's my thing though. And this is what I'm kinda of worried about more than anything. Um And this is with Activision as well as Microsoft. And we can dive into all the other stuff with what's going on with Activision and the allegations that are going on and whatnot. Um, But like Bobby, I can't remember, was it Kodak or whatever his name is, including Phil Spencer as well. They keep talking about this metaverse stuff, you know, with, of course, their boy Mark. I don't think they're alluding to what Facebook is because Facebook just got the rebrand in with Meta yeah. and the Metaverse. But I think like there's this push towards this digital ecosystem, and I really believe they want to make this digital ecosystem a sustainable ecosystem. And what? what I'm Keaton. I've lost you. Technical difficulties. <laughs>
0: Surely.
1: Oh, I yeah, can, can hear, you, hear me? you now. Can you hear me now? Yep. I Shirley you. just called. Sorry. I just got a call from my um, wife's grandmother, which is kind of odd. It's very odd. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That doesn't happen often, but yeah. Sorry. No, hold on. You, well, I'm bringing my wife her phone. Where was the hat? You were talking about Go Bobby Kotick and the metaverse yes so the metaverse is becoming more and more prevalent right like we're hearing it every day over and over again i think this will be a self-sustainable economy and what i mean by that is some kind of digital currency to where you can live some way somehow through the metaverse um and it's kind of weird because it brings me back to like i believe the first transaction for bitcoin that ever happened was a young kid buying a pizza who buying a pizza right so like what if somehow you can actually get tangible project like products excuse me within that. You know what I'm saying? Like no. we're not too far from that. No. And I believe that's what they actually want the metaverse to be. I know it sounds weird and we can get some older crazy ulterior motives that I think they want that to be that for that given reason, but like I think they want you to live, man, almost like the Matrix. I
0: think they do too, but if you've seen metaverse it, it, it's it looks worse than fucking Hell
1: Playstation like- Home. So, (laughs) for sure, but I'm just saying. I think the Activision acquisition—this is bringing the full circle here—has more to do with that than it has to do with, hey, let's make Call of Duty a you know exclusive to Xbox, right? Yeah. Like, I think it's more to do like let's get as much resources possible to make this ecosystem that is as big and as resourceful as possible. Because like people don't understand, man in some ways, how many employees Activision has.
0: Yeah, that, the, the, those studios are
1: huge. They're huge. And a lot of times they're just support studios, and that's how they're able to push these so games like Raven
0: out. Raven and yeah. uh, um, Neversoft. I don't even know if Neversoft's still around. b Yeah. Uh, all of those studios.
1: But yeah, I mean, they're they're massive, dude. And of course they got King Games, which I'm pretty sure our grandmothers... That's Candy Crush, well, right? yeah, yeah, Candy Crush and uh, kind of product like that. You know, that are nickel and dime you every step of the way that are right. for, you know, elderly, <laughs> you know, elderly trying to pass. People. It but, um, I mean, it's just it's a massive publisher and it's a massive company like right. Activision is. Um, and it's just kind of crazy to think of that. And to me, it's just like with this acquisition, because uh, you actually said this as well. Mm hmm. I don't think we're excited for Call of Duty, even if you're an Xbox fan. You're not excited for Call of Duty. You don't. Want, you don't really care even too much if Call of Duty becomes a exclusive game to that platform.
0: I feel like you you're, do, but it's just to spite everyone else.
1: Yeah, hey, you might be right.
0: <laughs> if you do, <laughs> yeah. it's because you want to spite everyone else.
1: Look, you got Spider Man, but yeah, like, here's what's fuck really you, weird: I got dude. Modern Warfare Two. <laughs> people brought this up. Do you know how close Microsoft was to obtaining Spider Man? Mm-mm. So, before Insomniac and Sony started making Spider-Man, who owned the rights to the video games of Spider-Man? It was Activision, right? Beenox yeah, and Activision. Is that not wild that they were that close to possibly getting they Spider-Man 2? If you remember, <laughs> the uh, X-Men um,
0: Origins Wolverine game was made by Treyarch. Yep.
1: In a weird way, though, I am kind of excited that hopefully uh, Marvel – seems because with even like more guardians of the galaxy it was a better game than people gave credit for spider-man oh, was phenomenal is awesome. marvel's um, avengers over, underrated <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but like that to me that's better though because you know marvel does have a bevy of intellectual property and right. to me it's better not to be you know under one i guess you can say umbrella that's but, what makes me excited um, about
0: star wars is there's so many different studios working on star wars
1: yep and and I, again, that brings us back to Microsoft. Is like, what's going to happen? But see, like, I think with Microsoft talking about the metaverse, not only, I, like, I really think it's a possibility you may see Sony offering Game Pass, as in allowing Microsoft to be on Game Pass, like I don't, or to be on Sony services at one point. Yeah, but I was reading something about how much in debt they truly are and how much cash they don't really have. Like, whereas Microsoft, yeah, like it was a weird. Thing I was looking it up because they were saying why didn't Sony step in but Sony couldn't have made the transaction that Microsoft no, just made. They, they just couldn't have. And it was just like if Microsoft wants to play hardball, how many people do you think have bought PlayStations just to play literally college, 2K ABA two K Call Duty? That's it. Yep. So now yeah. all of a sudden what if you're like you need to get a best buy and say, hey, I want the next Call of Duty for the next console for my son. They're like, okay here's nice Icebox. Oh he's been playing Playstation. Like, oh no 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 you don't understand. It's not on PlayStation PlayStation anymore. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's a people don't understand. And I think Microsoft can play hardball if they want to. And honestly, like, do we think Activision's it, man? (laughs) As you were alluding to, like, do we think Activision's it?
0: (laughs) I think it is for the time being. I could see Sony tried to one-up them, though, and tried to get, like, an acquisition under their belt of some the smaller only studio, want, or a, I could see them trying to buy Square Enix. Now,
1: actually, what I actually wouldn't mind seeing on Square, because, like, they've had a relationship, actually, as people will know, Square actually had a relationship with Nintendo before they ever had one with Sony. hmm Um, Sony just helped both of them, I guess, you know, rise to more prominence, um, and I think Sony, in a way, needs to do something. I think Sony actually I believe they should just go into their i p s man re like bring kills on back in some way bring so I think Socom would be better to be honest with you, because at this point, Socom will have a nostalgic factor if he can really bring it back. Um, Sony definitely is in a good position still, I truly think, and I oh, think yeah. sony's i think brand wise is still i think still higher than xbox now. Will that change? Because Xbox does have buying power. but the, only, like, the Kind of the thing I was alluding to earlier is uh, how many people do you actually know who play Call of Duty, for instance, but don't know that it's Activision as that the publisher or yeah. would even know that Microsoft acquired Activision? But they don't know that. They just want to play Call of Duty every year. Like yep. the mass majority of people, they just want the next COD. Yep. And it's going to be a shell shock to them if COD does become exclusive exclusive and then yes that will drive xbox units there's no doubt in my mind that would drive if you really wanted to drive units you have the way to do it but <laughs> i think it's actually going to be more two or three years from now easy you're going to have game pass on tvs oh yeah. like it's it's just going to be and i think but it just be
0: the streaming gonna, though
1: yes of course and that's the thing that like people kind of Bring back, you know, Netflix, and Netflix was the same way in some ways. You know, when it started out, they didn't have hardly any original content. I would say when I first started watch- watching Netflix, it was The Office and Family Guy for me. Yep. I watched that so many times, and Breaking Bad they put Breaking Bad on there. And I remember watching all these other IPs or all these other sources of other studios that produced this content, right? And Netflix was just a um, hub for those at that point. Yep. Now when I log into Netflix, I'm literally looking for. Netflix originals. Exactly. Like, what is coming from Netflix next? Yep. Witcher Season 2, for instance, pretty darn good.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> There's an Archive 81. Didn't even know about it. Pretty darn good. I've heard like, it was good. Yeah, the Epstein, like I was watching, I've been yeah, watching the, the Epstein uh,
0: documentary.
1: Yeah, and these these are all, and they've got to the point now to where, like, as a Netflix subscriber, I'm not in there for those things. I'm in there for what are you going to give me, Netflix, yeah. And there's other reasons why Netflix kind of feel like, even like, I know this sounds really controversial back in already, but like Dave Chappelle. Like, let's go Netflix. Dave like, yeah,
0: Chappelle
1: show. You, you sit there and you, you back the man, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you, I don't care what side you lie on because I understand the both sides in some ways. But like, that, that, I'm just saying, like, Netflix, you're on there now because you know that Netflix is like, hey, we're going to bring you some original content. Like,. Right. We are have enough money now. We've made enough money. We've acquired enough studios. We've hired enough talent. Like, for instance, what was that one movie? It wasn't that great. But like Will Smith, Bright, it was like over oh two hundred billion. Movie was awful. And then they had you
0: now Ryan Reynolds
1: and The Rock in the movie Red like
0: this, and they already greenlit two yeah. sequels to that.
1: So, to me, like Netflix was the first to start that, right? Yeah. and it's the first thing that comes to mind when it comes to any kind of platform when it comes to that. Microsoft now, I believe, is the only one who is that close to producing that. And what I mean by that now, with Activision, and I think they're going to bring back a bunch of IPs, it's a possibility, I think, at, within the next two to three years, you may see a release by Microsoft Game Studios, which includes the Activision and Bethesda, every single month.
0: I can see and that I too. And
1: I feel like, as a gamer, you're going to be missing out, as in like, I can pay $15 a month. It, it might go up a little bit, but let's say even $20 a month, and I'm missing out on playing X, Y, and Z. And that includes exclusive. I mean, let's say it's exclusive. Right, 12 exclusive games. Probably going to be more than that in some ways. And then even dropping your Call of Duty every year, which probably won't be exclusive, but you're still getting the Cod every year. I mean, you're going to have people... like To me, That's that's the future, right? And that's what they're aiming for. And they've already shown you they have the capital to do it, right? <laughs> right.
0: I could see yeah. that happening, but also I think Game Pass is going to increase in price very quickly. Oh, it has to. As soon as that starts happening, that price is going to shoot up.
1: No, well, actually, I'll say that right. So they just announced twenty-five million. So how much is twenty-five million times fifteen?
0: $25
1: mil times fifteen. Well, I mean, yeah, just fifteen bucks right there. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at a quarter billion dollars. You know, actually, a little more than a quarter. It's about a third of a billion dollars per month, right? Yeah, it'd be like three hundred seventy. Literally, right? Yep. Yeah, that's why I got three seventy five. So it's a third, right? Mm-hmm. So you're making at that point close to three to four billion a year just on Game Pass, and this is without Activision. Yeah. So I mean, you're already bringing it in quite a bit, right? Um, yeah. Again, even if you increase that by, like, you said 20 bucks another additional $5, like, majority of people, when you can sit there and Microsoft can say, hey, we're going to give you X, Y, and Z, and that includes COD every year, like, yeah. that's going to be a selling point, right? And oh, that's yeah. going to be the point where I think some people are going to be like, I'm not going to buy any game for my kid, period. We're I'm just going to get... Got game d- pass, d- yep. Just, yeah, and you're going to have between 100 and 200 games per year, including third parties that come in and out. Um I, I see where they're going with it, you know. Like I can see, I know what Microsoft's doing, and it's pretty smart because we talked about this earlier. You've heard on every other gaming podcast out there is they knew at this point in time that they couldn't play hardball with Sony because Sony does have the first person, not first person, to so say first person, first party, yep, superior product right now. Oh yeah, from Ghost of Tsushima, Easy. God it, of War know, Two comes like, out
0: this year, Horizon like, like, comes two, out in a couple yeah. weeks.
1: Now, with Microsoft, with what they've done, it wouldn't surprise me within two years that they have took that lead. And I know some people are that's not going to happen. Well, Deathloop won Game of the Year. How many times last year? Well, yeah. that's first party studio for Microsoft now. Yep. Right? You're looking at Starfield Bethesda, first party. So they're actually – they've acquired enough talent to bring that in now. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've got that. And now they've got the other side of It's not only do they have the games such as Microsoft – Think about the servers of what Call of Duty has. The infrastructure they purchased with this Activision, there's probably no other company, period, that lines up to that. No. Period. And again, that probably goes into a lot of the cloud gaming that we're talking about. Dude, how much do you think Call of Duty Mobile makes a year? And we even oh, talk about this. Fuck, I don't know. They just, Way too much, yeah, probably. They got Call of Mobile. I mean, it's just one of the things where it's so hard to fathom. It was a great purchase. Know, what, <laughs> what the plans are with it, but it's also hard to fathom. Just kind of like that kind of money being thrown around to do what you know mm-hmm. to gain so much more market share. I mean, it's wild. And Wish they will. It's it it is given the point though. Kind of like it's so funny because I know we we talked about this prior to it, and I mentioned it multiple times of like, hey, Microsoft should buy Sony, yeah, because they could. <laughs> Even they could. I think. Even in an aggressive takeover, they can take Sony, and it's just kind of mind blowing to think of that, right? Yep. <laughs> like, um, so they they just they're just flexing at this point to me, honestly, and it seems like, who knows what their plans ultimately are? Other than I believe they do want to drive you know subscription bases, so I think they want to get close to like imagine fifty million, right? And then you do twenty dollars a month, man. That's a self sustaining service right there. Yeah. I could see it being twenty five at three hundred seventy five million. Just give me an example. Every month, right now at twenty five million at three hundred seventy five, whatever they're making right there, that is enough, more than enough to produce a AAA quality game every month. Yeah, per budget. So within one year, hypothetically, they can even if they took that game, so say, okay, here's three seventy five to you, three seventy five to you. Work on right now twelve AAA games just with where they're at right now in subscription. So like they're in a place where I believe they're competing at a different field. Now, you know, at one point they were trying to play ball with Sony and Sony was winning and just bringing this analogy. Cause it's kind of funny. Then Microsoft said, how about we do a game one pass with MLB the show? And then they yeah, bring know, that over. Right? <laughs> so like, I mean, they just got so much money to play with, man. And i I still don't
0: understand yeah. how that happened.
1: <laughs> well, actually, MLB approached Sony and said they don't want to be a uh owner sole console anymore. They want a multi um platform.
0: I know that. Which is why small. why go yeah. on game pass?
1: <laughs> yeah, that part I don't understand. Um Unless it's yeah, just you,
0: unless it's just like hey, these users
1: have never been on well, this franchise I'm before,
0: we're going to give them, you know, the ta- the taste, you know, a little taste of it I, and
1: the next year, I'm you know, mistaken. there you go.
0: Now you have to pay for it.
1: Yeah, outside of Sony, I believe it was published by MLB. So they actually had that call and they could make that call, I believe. So I think that's probably what happened is they were like, hey, what's the best way we can get all these other users, you know, back into it? Um Dude, it's so weird man. It's getting I think weirder by the day. And Microsoft is just at least giving us something to talk about and just make it weirder, you know, <laughs> like it's weird because in my head you know, we're getting ready to go into the month of February 2022, right? Right. This huge news drop at the beginning of the year. It's probably ever, never happened before. Um, and this is the, where I'm giving Sony kudos. But, like, I'm more excited for Horizon Zero Dawn than I am for, hey, we acquired Activision, though. Or not Zero Dawn. Forbidden West. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Sony still has that pedigree. Oh, yeah. And I'm just hoping Sony doesn't chase to try to catch up with Microsoft. Instead, they understand where they're at because there's the one company that has, before Sony ever did it, before Microsoft ever did it, before anyone ever did it, is Nintendo. Yep. Nintendo has the solely on its IP. And maybe it's a thing that Sony might have to do that. Sony may have to turn around and be like, we're not going to be able to give you, you know, like, sorry, COD, for instance, you know. Yeah. Whereas Microsoft would be like, hey, all the generic, oh, I shouldn't say generic, but, mass populace played stuff. mainstream stuff. stuff. Yeah, here you go. And then also, for the hardcore gamers through Xbox, you know, we do have Bethesda. We do have Arcade. We do have, um, what is the one that uh, created the Outer Worlds? Obsidian. They just lost me. Obsidian. Um, Psychonauts 2 developer. God, Double Fine. Double Fine. Like, they they do have these, if you're a hardcore gamer, you're going to find those titles as well but
0: like not to the extent of the Sony, you know. Right. Sony play Sony Sony's exclusives have always been to me at least the single player, you know, for the single player hardcore type gamer, story based um, you know, but played by yourself usually. While Xbox <laughs> has always been to me, you know, here's the multiplayer, here's the, you know, co-op no story, you know, online survival type yep. gaming compared I start to Sony. And
1: yeah. that's kind of like the best way to say it cuz like at one point in time, I remember playing Halo 2 online was more of a draw, I guess you would say, right? Yeah. Than playing any single player game.
0: Yeah.
1: But Sony is able to offer those first party titles, right? Mhm. In that way, and I think, like, they should double down on that business model. With expansion, though, because I, I really do believe, like, SOCOM should come back, right? And Killzone should come back. And if they can start bringing back these other IPs that they have dormant, that could be a, what's the best way to say it, a continuing growth, right? Like, here's a battle pass for it?
0: Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think that Sony's going to make their own Game Pass competitor? Because that's what I think is the most logical thing, which there's rumors and stuff that they're going to do that. But I can't imagine that it'll be, you know, all day one, you know, day one, here's all the first party games. I don't, I don't foresee that (laughs) happening. I can see here's my game pass. Um, It's got a backlog. Um, And once they hit the, let's say, you know, once they hit 90 days, um, similar to what they're doing with movies and stuff now, that's when the first party game comes on there. But it's 90 days after, you know, the initial launch. Uh, Which Um, that wouldn't hurt, I don't think.
1: I don't think it's a good idea, by the way. Jason Schreier, I think, dropped what's it, Project Spartacus or something like that. So you're sending it to eh? (laughs) Haley. No, no, you you go day one Game Pass immediately, as like the way Game Pass does it. You go day one because I'll be honest with you, I do pay like I pay for Game Pass right now, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's phenomenal service. All from the point of playing indies that I would never think I would play to playing literally Rainbow Six Extraction, right? A Ubisoft first-party title. Yeah. Just dropped day one Game Pass. Yep. They already have such a huge grip on that field and that market, and that we still know anything first-party is still coming day one through um, game, pass. game Pass, including Forza Horizon 5, Halo Infinite, yep. et cetera, et cetera. And we know that their pipeline right now with the activated I mean – Dude, like, it, it seems like that pipeline is getting. Like, they're going to have a problem within a couple of years to not of like, hey, what are we going to put in the month of May? It's going to be like, hey, how do we put this in the month of May, June, July? Because like, you know, those are the dead months. This is why I'm alluding to that. Right. Like, they're going to sit there and be like, what do we put there? Not, what can we put there? Right. And because, I mean, literally, if you look at what's over 30 plus now, I believe, first party studios that yeah. you could possibly have. Um, so Sony, and this is the reason why I say that, is if Sony releases a service, and immediately it says, hey, in 90 days, Horizon Forbidden West, you can pay $70 now, $15 a month, but in 90 days, it'll be on there. Yeah. I promise you, right now, I'm not buying it, Dave. I'm not buying it. I will. I'm going to wait three months. I'm going to wait three months.
0: Oh, you no, know, no. I, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to buy the game, but I'm going to wait three months. God.
1: That's what I'm saying. You would, you would just wait. Yeah. And I think the mass majority of people would just wait. And to me, that would, like, diminish that. maybe, like, certain titles. But, like, I just don't see. And the reason why I said that, too, is because if you're getting, like, cross-pollination between the two ecosystems, people yeah. from the Xbox system, they're they're willing to wait. There's people that I know right now on yeah. Xbox that didn't buy Deathloop because they know it's coming day one once that is up. Yeah. Once that year, they, they know it's coming day one game pass. Yeah. There's people that have held off on that purchase just because of that thought, and that's just winning here. And then this brings me all the way back. Do you remember when Tomb Raider came out? And people yeah. were like, no, nope, I'll hold off until it comes out on Sony platforms, and they did. Yep. So now that you know that we've been spoiled by Microsoft in this stint, to me, it's, Sony can't do that. Like, I think they're just going to shoot themselves in the foot because it's going to be bad publicity. You'd be like, wait a minute, so Microsoft can do it, but you can't? That'll be the first thing, and the second thing will be like, yeah. oh, we're going to do six months. Be like, well, we'll wait six months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, ain't yeah, like, wrong. It's one of them things where I think they, if they're going to play that same extent, they need to bring the service hard. And they'd be like, day one, our first party titles, because like I told, like we kind of alluded to, that is Sony's uh, short. You know, what do you call it, spear and shield, right now, right? Like mm-hmm. that is their. This is why we are PlayStation. And offering that day one is automatically going to bring people in. And definitely if they can offer it and say, like, hey, because I think it's supposed to be spring, right? Mm-hmm. So what if they come out and say, here's the Ghost of Tsushima Director's cut automatically on the service. Here's Forbidden West because Forbidden West will come out in February. So, like, I'm going to already go ahead and buy it. But yeah. hypothetically, it's going to be on there. And then they turn around and say, and it's a possibility it may be Gran Turismo. What is it? Seven or whatever it seven. may be. It'll be on there. Yep. And then they feel like we're going to have – Spider Man two, which I don't Wolverine. think is coming up this year, but what if they did say day one, Spider Man two, Wolverine, God of War, like let's go. It that will create a like, okay, I'm gonna buy him the service.
0: Yeah.
1: you know not that that will cause you are selling really the only thing that Sony has over the competition right now. Like that's so, it. That's the parties, only yeah. thing that they have is first party. Because outside of that, if you're looking for the most economical thing, the most variety. The best way to play, it's it's Microsoft, hands down for the consumer, like they have
0: over, but not for Microsoft itself,
1: right? Like yeah, the consumer. I mean, like they even have to the point where you can play on your cell phone. Over hundreds of titles yeah. now, they're even adding. They're going back into these games and adding touch controls. And it's not even the original studio. It's just developers within Microsoft that are doing this. And not only that, they're, they're touching up backward compatible games. Give them, what, 120 frames per second and, right. like, up red. Like, Sony doesn't have those resources. Yeah. And a lot of people don't even think about those resources being offered through Microsoft or those benefits being offered through Microsoft. So, like, as a consumer, if you're wanting the best bang for your buck, it's it's Microsoft, right? Like, Period to the point where you can play all the way from your cell phone to the minute you pull up into your driveway. You can walk in and jump on your PC. Yeah. Hey, if you don't want your PC, you can go to your Xbox. If you have the same account and you have a PC and an Xbox, you can sit there and play Age of Empires, which is right now only currently on PC, and then come right over and play whatever you want on your Xbox. Like They have an ecosystem that is so consumer-friendly and can, honestly, just value-wise, is insane. It's value-wise, awesome. it's
0: insane. But it, But that's also what I, I mean, you've probably heard it, you know, before, you know, it's not profitable at all.
1: Uh, (laughs) Um, The reason why I say that is because I watched the, or not say it, this is why we didn't even talk about the devil's advocate. Yeah. Kind of name name notation like and that's the whole point is like that's why i kind of was like hey we need to do this because like i think it's kind of fun because there's so many things that we would agree on yeah there's so many things that the mass media would agree on within like gaming et cetera. cetera. but i just want to be able to be like even if i don't truly believe it yeah i'm going to throw this out there yeah and this is one of those things so as in saying it's not profitable yeah netflix operated at a loss for how many years uh they're still operating at a loss Okay, but, uh, again, alluding to, Tesla did the same thing. So did Amazon. So did Amazon, and what happens? They
0: shove everyone people, out of the marketplace, and then no one can people come back. The, yep,
1: and, uh, and then on people in the NYSE, New York Stock Exchange, will yep. literally overvalue. Not, it's not even overvalue, to be honest with you, because they actually, they had, <laughs> maybe it is to some extent, but like Tesla did, is literally thriving now. You know, like... <laughs> Amazon and Netflix is thriving. So Microsoft's not gonna lose period. It's not gonna lose any equity in that stock share. Like it's just not gonna happen. Yeah. So are they actually operating at a loss? No, because whoever the CEO is who maybe only have point zero ish percent of whatever massive amount of shares that Microsoft owns is literally within the millions or billions. Yeah. And that's that's just over an idea of someone saying that this product, or they believe in it. It's not even a black and white tangible product. It's literally an idea. It's yeah. like, we believe in this so much, we're going to overvalue this to this capacity. So, like, yeah, people are like, oh, it's not profitable, it's not profitable, it's not It doesn't even matter if it's profitable. It's only if someone believes that it can be. And that's literally the majority of the major Fortune 500 companies have rose in pre- you know, prevalence within the what 21st century yeah literally that's what it is and you can't sit there and say right now that they they're not going to have that thought in mind and eventually if that thought stays in that way it's going to become profitable you know what i'm saying like eventually it will be so what if they
0: raise prices and do a budget so
1: so what is 50 million subscribers hypothetically at 20 dollars a month yeah see know I'm saying like it's not that far fetched it's you know what I'm saying like they can they can make it profitable for sure and um it might be a long run and that's what I think they're you know they're hedging on they're betting on is yep. because of how much influx of cash they probably have or they do have so that's kind of like the you know the biggest and why they can do what they're doing right right um and then we've alluded to it earlier and who knows what the actual metaverse and how that's going to extrapolate out. Right. Right. So like, you know, and how that plays into it. Um, cause I know Microsoft has some of the best AR technology out there. It's really weird that there are VRs up there that we yeah, know of. That's so weird. Uh, I definitely want to go get into a metaverse. You think you'd want more of a VR link. Um, yeah. where Sony is technically kind of ahead of them on that. Whereas I'd say Facebook's ahead of both Sony and Microsoft. Right. Um, so, and if you're really trying to dive into this, you know, metaverse or whatever you want to call it, but I don't know, man, we're in some crazy times, some points where like, I never thought I would have seen Activision get purchased, right?
0: <laughs> never.
1: Um, but here yeah. we are, man. It's I know, it's,
0: it's freaking crazy. 2022 is crazy. So, uh, you know, we're just at the 40 minute mark. So let's go ahead and swap into uh, talking about, you know, what we're most hyped for in you know, twenty twenty two game wise, you know what we're looking forward to the most, what games. Uh, I think there's going to be some surprises in there. Uh, definitely for me, at least. Uh, so yeah, I'll go ahead and let you start though, Keaton.
1: Kirby's Forgotten Land or whatever it's called. So what is that?
0: <laughs> I, I I I saw I saw the uh, I saw like a article on it today, and I didn't even know there was a new Kirby game.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll be on it for sure though. What um, is it? It's it's the first three D Kirby. It oh, it's looks a 3D like three D Kirby? Mar- yeah. It looks like Mario Odyssey. It's gonna have co op in it. it. It just looks like a good time. <laughs> That's all I can say. Okay. Um,
0: I didn't know it was three D. I, I I Yeah. The only Kirby game I've ever played was Kirby's Epic Yarn. And I really like Kirby's Epic Yarn.
1: <laughs> well, it's kind of um I don't know, I'm intrigued just because I, I like I like stuff that's new, right? And it's yeah. the first time Kirby's going from 2D to 3D, and that's pretty cool. And I don't see this game being terrible. I don't think it's going to be great, though. <laughs> I mean, it's Kirby, right? Right. Other than Epic one, which I think people kind of – that's one of the highest rated. That one and the Robo one that came out in the 3DS, too. Um, those were very high rated, but normally Kirby's are 7 to 8s, right?
0: Yeah, I would I would um, think 8 at the highest.
1: But – this is kind of just a joke because I'm, of course, I'm going to play it. I'm not that excited for it. But the reason why I was kind of alluding to that is because the game right now that I am the most hyped for is Elder's Ring. Elder <laughs> Remember, Ring. Elder, yeah, Elder. Yeah. And I think that game is going to destroy me. So I want my, you know, fluffy pink guy <laughs> to,
0: to improve my you. mood. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so you play Bloodborne
0: and stuff, though. So, like, and you played Dark Souls and. I can't get into games like that. I don't like to not have a good time oh, sure. while I'm playing a game.
1: <laughs> I am um more excited probably for that than the only other game if it would have come out in twenty two would be Breath of the Wild 2. Um nice. but it's Elden Ring, right? I said eldest, I think. Um It's okay, I corrected you. Yeah, and Miyazaki, whatever, you know, George R. R. Martin, like I'm I'm just ready for it, dude. Like I think it's their next and, of course, everything's raving right now. All the previews were phenomenal. The network test, which I didn't get to play, but everything I read, people were just super high on it. Um, it seems like they're taking everything that they've learned. And I'll be honest with you, man. I beat Sekiro.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hard game. And it probably is the hardest game I've played in a, like a long, long time. But I never felt such Like, a badass when I beat that game. And that final boss, man, I probably spent four hours straight trying to beat that final boss. I'm not even joking you. Um, And it's one of them things where, like, I beat Bloodborne. And when I beat Bloodborne, I actually got to a point in Bloodborne, and I know Dark Souls has the same thing and Demon Souls has the same concept, is where you can actually grind high levels. Yeah. And whereas, like, Sekiro, you couldn't do that um, Sekiro didn't have a level system, right? It didn't Mm -hmm. have, it had ways to increase your like HP or mana or whatever you would say, but it didn't have a way that you could just like increase your strength stat, for instance. So every time you hit, you hit harder. Um, so Bloodborne did. And I remember like, before I even beat the first boss on the bridge, I can't remember his name now. I'm sorry, people listen, this would be mad at me, but, um, I, I actually remember like doing a loop over and over again to where when I actually encountered him, when I was ready to encounter him, I beat him soundly because it was just like, oh, wow. You know, the first yeah. time, because in Bloodborne, you actually have to die by him before you can actually start leveling up um, to actually get into those systems. Um, so I remember actually doing them loops and finally dying kind of thing and being able to do that. And then by the time I went back to him, like, I literally overpowered my character to the point to where it was like one hit. I, <laughs> I still died probably about two or three times, yeah. but like, I came into it and it was way easier to get his health down, I guess you would say. Yeah. Um, and I think Eldering will have some of that though, you know, but yeah. cause it already kind of is, you know, open world RPG and whatnot. But uh, for sure, like that's probably my biggest 2022 um, is Eldering. And then it's probably for uh, horizon Forbidden West. I'm pretty stoked for it. Um, it's right around the corner too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it looks beautiful. looks gorgeous. I yes. kind of wish it was just a PS5 exclusive. I understand why it's not, because they can't, with what's going on in the world right now, it's hard to get those out you know, yeah, in everybody's exactly. hands. Um, but I'm really looking forward to when they can finally make something like, this is what PS5 is, right? Yeah. Like, And I actually think the Last, Last of Us Remastered will be that, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, I um, think
1: so too. Because people would have, would have played it on the PS4. Um and it's been, I guess you can say, played by millions of this time. It's not going to be. It's not going to hurt anybody's feelings to say, hey, this is PS5 exclusive. Cool. You know what I'm saying? No, like, no, exactly. And I actually think that might actually come out this year, and I think it might come out with the um, – HBO show. Last, HBO show as well as The Last of Us 2 multiplayer. I think they might have like a, a Last of Us just
0: – Pack or something like that where it
1: comes with the multiplayer
0: oh, yeah. and then The Last of Us remake or something. Yep, I can see that Um,
1: Because then, I mean, mean, that would be a really good play. um, Because I mean, we've all played Last of Us how many times now? PS3,
0: exactly.
1: (laughs) I was just thinking about that. I was like,
0: Do I really want it though?
1: (laughs) So I mean, if they, you know, and it'd be kind of cool if they updated the engine for Last of Us 2, Because like, you know, Last of Us two still has one of the best. I, we can we'll have another podcast again on how. That story, I'm not high on, but (laughs) (laughs) the the actual animations and what goes on in that game and how they fight and play it like it's one, it's still probably top tier. That and Red Dead 2 is the only two that that exist in any way on that level. And um, I do believe, like, if they can put that in the last of us and put those new system mechanics in there, um, it will be worth the replay for sure. Yeah, so. And definitely if they kind of, like you said, maybe offered it for, if they do a $70 package, last of those two multiplayers added in. You know, that would be pretty cool. Um, So that's kind of the hidden ones that, you know, whatever. But that's kind of it for me, like, as in the big, big hits. Um, Again, if Breath of the Wild 2 comes out, though, I'd be more stoked. I was about to say, I I
0: don't think it's coming out this year. Uh, I don't think Breath of the Wild 2 is going to come out this year. I think probably early, early
1: Twenty three
0: is probably what we're going the, to
1: all, call too. the only reason why I think I think it's ready. Like I think they're almost done, done with it. But I think they're going to want to push a new switch system soon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's that the new one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I know there's rumors with Mario Kart nine as well, though. So Mario Kart nine, it,
0: they freaking just need to release it. Come on, give it to me.
1: Well, inject it into my veins,
0: thinking. Nintendo.
1: You because know, Nintendo's actually doing. Extremely well.
0: I want Ultimate With.
1: Mario Kart. Well, sort of I'm just like saying Ultimate what if it,
0: Smash Brothers. But it's got say, all the Mario Kart characters I, and all the tracks, hell yeah, give it to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, but well, here's what I was thinking for Nintendo, because <laughs> you know everybody's making all these purchases and acquisitions, and Nintendo's over here just doing their own thing. Just saying, what if, what if 2023 spring? you know, the new Switch, whatever it is, it's finally a 4K handheld device, which would be pretty insane, right? Yeah. And it comes packaged with Mario Kart 9. And it releases day and date with Breath of the Wild 2.
0: It would make bank.
1: Dude, you'd have so many Switch... I mean, people ain't gonna... I mean, that's a home run, right? Yeah, that's a home
0: run. You are making all (laughs) of the money. All of the money is yours. Uh, So, Um, my... I have three. I have three that I'm most hyped for. Um, one I'm gonna start out with, because I know this is just one you didn't mention, and I know that you were also hyped for it, but God of War 2. God wait. of War Ragnarok, if you will. Uh, I didn't think this was gonna be the last of the Norse games, but it made me more interested knowing that it is the last of the Norse games, uh, cause I wanna see how that story wraps up and stuff. So that would be, uh, that would definitely be top tier. Top tier, the only, you know, excited excitement for that. Again
1: playing a little bit of devil's Advocate here. This is go the ahead, whole gist of it, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: If you watch that trailer, and this is not necessarily a bad thing.
0: It looks like a PS4 game.
1: Well no, it still looks phenomenal. I it think it looks phenomenal, but, it, but I'm just saying,
0: it's it, it's, it's yeah, the exact it same looks
1: thing. like <laughs> you're, you're playing the God of War PS4 DLC. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're and not maybe wrong. It, other things in that trailer like and this is the other thing that they wouldn't tell you because actually that game has been in development for a while now and if you think that you were just building on systems that the uh, ps4 got a war kind of like laid out you would think it wouldn't take as long but like how do we not know halfway through the game for instance you sit there and you start playing as atreus that's grown atreus or uh, don't don't put metal don't
0: put alert. metal gear into this game keaton spoiler don't pull last of us 2 on us we well, don't want the, the hate and the, the
1: trolls. <laughs> I'm just saying like cuz right now everything they've shown is just kind of like yes, I'm excited for it cuz I want to see that story through. Yeah. But I think it just been looks like more of the because. same. Yeah. And it's truly really weird cuz like Breath of the Wild too, you can almost argue the same thing, you but can. when you look when you look at the Breath of the 2 trailer, the there's literally just one scene where Link has a huge dragon arm as a flamethrower. And that just alone enough says. And there's another scene where he freezes something that goes back in time to damage enemies. And you're like, okay, you've already shown me in this trailer. You've already shown me systems, as well as weapons, and as well as ways that are different from the first one. Whereas you watch the first God of War, it's the Leviathan Axe, the Chaos Blades, and Kratos.
0: Yeah, you're there's not
1: wrong. Nothing different. Period. Hey, why, why, than-
0: why break perfection? <laughs>
1: Well, you're not wrong with that. I was just thinking, it's just kind of like in my head. Yeah, if that's all that there is to it, yeah, I'm gonna play it. I'm excited for it. But is it gonna be like? My Am thing, I gonna play it? My thing you're is, like, oh is man, this is what, was what I loved. Or we I gonna play it like, wow, you have to play this because it's so much different? Because God right. of War PS4 was literally like, you have to play oh, this. It's this is yeah. This is the next way action games need to be played. I can see et cetera, that being et cetera, the reason
0: why they're only doing one though. Because if you If you brought too much into this one, you know, to show, hey, here's a bunch of new mechanics and stuff, then I feel like they're setting it up to where you would have to play another one to expand on it even more. While this is more of a continuation and an ending to, you know, a story.
1: For sure. But before you move on to your next one, because I do agree with that. But here's my next question for you. Yeah. And then I want you, you know, we'll move on to the next one. Okay. What is Corey Barlog working on? And is that the next home run hitter that Sony's sitting there and they're sitting on? And did Corey already move off of God of War and just more or less be a consultant on this one? Yeah. And is that game actually further along than we think? Because he's not the director of this game. There's a new director. And, of course, he did help with this game. There's a couple interviews out there, kind of him stating that. Yeah. But Corey, I'm pretty sure, was greenlit to create – whatever he whatever wanted. the
0: hell he's <laughs> whatever he wanted so I don't know what that is but yeah I could see it I could see it happening
1: I don't know enough about him
0: to know you know what he'll make you know he's not a Ken Levine he's not a you yep. know he's not a uh, who's the guy at double fine uh, Tim Schafer he's not a Tim Schafer uh so I, I don't I don't know what his style what is this? God of War was great but you know <laughs> you're dealing with an idea that was already someone else's and you're just kind of adding a different style to it. um,
1: So David Jaffe did one, and Corey Barlog actually did two. Corey Barlog was the director of God of War 2. They actually brought him back for God of War 4, or whatever you want to call it. So they actually brought him back for that uh, purpose. So he actually had um, hands-on with the creation of one, I believe, and then he ended up creating or directing two.
0: Um,
1: I believe he left for three, or he might have been with the same company, but he wasn't like... You know, he wasn't the head of three. And then when they kind of did the spiritual reboot or whatever we want to call it, he was the, uh, I guess, the main guy that's like, hey, we need to do it this way. And thank goodness, because he's literally one of the few directors now that are like Hideo or whatever his like Kojima. You know, like yeah. he's – there's very few that you're going to know by name instantly, right? That yeah, you're going to be exactly. like, this, this is where we're at. And Corey, with just that one release, I think cemented himself in whatever next game that he is associated with. People will be excited at, for it.
0: Yeah, people are going to put yeah. eyes on it. I don't know if I'm no. going to be that hyped for it, only because I don't And like I believe Newcastle. at
1: one point, I'm just throwing this out here, and we'll move on to your next game. Sorry, this is... No, you're good. We juggle this, but I believe at one point on his Twitter, he was doing some weird stuff with a bunch of space stuff. Yeah, I, I, I saw I that. prior to God of War, he actually wanted to do a science fiction kind of thing. Um, and what's perfect with Microsoft having Starfield... With Sony dropping, hey, you know, let's drop a, uh, first party badass, you know, sorry for Kelsey, I don't know if you had to bleep these out or not, know, but you know what I'm saying? First party awesome, stuff. stuff. you know, Sony space adventure, you know, but, yeah. so, but, uh, all right, let's hear your next one.
0: Uh, okay, so now we're getting into the territory of, uh, games that Tanner's hyped for that Keaton probably doesn't give two shits for. Uh... Well, he might. He might at this next one. So uh, the next one would be Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga, which if you saw the latest trailer for that game, Keaton, how the fuck are you not excited for that game? Holy shit! It looks fucking. It looks. It looks freaking amazing. I'm gonna play that. Even if there's co-op, we're gonna play it because it looks fucking (laughs) dope. Uh, and, you know, just, you know, being able to play through Star Wars movies and stuff. I loved all the Lego Star Wars games when I was a kid. I played all of them. I played the complete saga. I didn't play that little cult, the Clone Wars one, because I didn't care about it, but, uh, and I think Lego games kind of got a little too complex, too, for what they are. Uh, but I am so hyped for this one, man. The graphics look insane, first of all. Uh, and the gameplay with the gun, the gun combat, the, the lightsaber combat, everything looks amazing and i just i'm ready i'm ready for it and it comes out in like I think april april March. yeah I believe.
1: That. So. that's one thing that i'm actually like i might give it a try i've never been too big into the lego games um the i would be super stoked for this one yeah. if <laughs> the uh seven through nine part of the uh skywalker saga didn't uh disappoint me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean,
0: I mean that's your choice. You could play through the first 6 and end it there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true, but like it does look like, I know it's kind of funny we're going back to it, but it looks like the god of war of lego games.
0: Yeah, it does. It, you know, it's so different than all the other ones.
1: So, I mean, I get the hype for that. And also, even if you're not excited for whatever intellectual property they're doing, just to know with a new engine, as you are alluding to, the new way of playing, hopefully, yep. um, graphics, et cetera, et cetera. Because, you know, Lego's going to do whatever IP ever you you dream of, right? Yep. So that's also kind of cool thought is, yeah, we're only sitting here doing Star Wars, but what if the next one is the same treatment for Lord of the Rings? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. We just don't know. We don't. So there is a lot of excitement for it, and I, I get that one for sure. All right. That's a lot. I thought Kirby game, too. After uh, Elden Ring or whatever it's called, it, we're ready to go. Yeah, exactly. Something a little more relaxed. Exactly, exactly. And then my last
0: one is WWE 2K22. <laughs> yeah, you're,
1: you're going to have to sell that one on your own. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, it looks it looks great. Um, obviously, 2K20, you know about that game. Uh, it had all those shitty, it, it fucking sucked. In short, it fucking sucked. Uh, the game was trashed, on by everyone. Uh, the engine sucked. Basically, the developers changed midway through to the developers from NBA, NBA 2K. Um, and those old developers are actually working oh, okay. for a, a rival professional wrestling company now, making their game. But, dude, from the trailers for this game, so they took like two years off. Uh, so it's been in development for almost three years now. One, So they skipped a bunch of years. So 2K20... Uh and then now this one will be twenty two, but it's actually coming out in twenty two instead of how they used to do it, which was the year before they would release the game. Uh so uh, it, it's just the graphics look insane. It they added general manager mode, which is my favorite, you know you know, it's like franchise mode, NFL or whatever. That was always my favorite mode in wrestling games. I loved doing that, and then I would play with my friends. Uh, and we would, you know, book our own shows, see who got the highest ratings, steal each other's stars, and it—it's it, just no, like yeah. almost like a management sim, and like I love it so much. And they're bringing it back for this game, and it hasn't been in the, it hasn't been in a WWE game since 2008. So they're bringing that back. So that has got me hype. Uh, and then just everything about the game just makes me freaking hype for some reason, and I'm hearing <laughs> this hype about wrestling games. I buy them every year, but it's like Madden, you know, you know. Yeah, but then uh, you know, you I'm take two years off, and you know, I, I'm ready for a new
1: one. <laughs> I, dude, I hear you. Like that's what games is, and that's what people need to keep in mind as we kind of draw this up and finish it up is you know we use it as a pastime in some capacity right mm-hmm. it's it's escapism from the monotony of everyday life it's what brings you joy and it doesn't matter if it's pokemon for me for instance right Are you i'm gonna buy a po- pokemon game i'm gonna buy it i'm, I'm going like i do i do think it kind of looks like a gamecube game <laughs> but i promise you i'm gonna play it i'm like, gonna play it you know? put pokemon on that powerful. cover <laughs> Yeah, of whatever it looks like, man. It's going to bring me back to when, I mean, that was probably my first RPG I played when I was yep. six years old. 1998, 1999, man, playing through blue, red, and yellow, whatever. Like, yep. Same and here. that's part of the magic, man. That's part of the magic of these long, you know.
0: Franchises.
1: Or WWE, which is was there when I was six as well,
0: right? Yeah, like, I played all of those games, I mean, man. I played them since I was a kid. I I didn't even watch Rasslet for years, and I bought every single game.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. And that's kind of the magic with gaming. That's where I think as a community, we need to do better. We need to quit being inclusive, I guess you can say, just because you have different views and ideologies. Yeah, stop being little whitey bitches. We're all trying to make it through to the next day, I guess you would say. And whatever you play, however you choose to play it, As long as it makes you happy in that moment in time, go for it. You know, like it doesn't matter if it's WWE or Pokemon. Like we said, now I'm going to throw one more thing before because I know we got to wrap this up. All right, and hopefully we can do some more
0: mention as well.
1: Yeah, we can do some long-winded, you know, with a little better proper planning. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We'll go. We'll do the Joe Rogan style. We'll go three hours. But uh, my favorite. And I'm actually debating. I'm hoping to get a Steam Deck for this because I think you're already capable of playing this. Right now, I don't think I am, which means I'm going to have to somehow be able to obtain a system that could play this.
0: Do you got a Steam but Deck pre-ordered?
1: I do not. But no. this is—I know one way that I should be able to play this game. I'm assuming, but this is the game that, in a weird way, I'm probably more hyped on it. That you probably would be just as hyped.
0: Is it Sons of the You Forest? just don't know it.
1: It's Sons of the Forest. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, of course I'm serious, <laughs> dude. I've been dude. watching all
0: the trailers for Sons of the Forest. And I've been like, ooh, I hope you could get Sons of the Forest. I hope it's on PlayStation. But according to you, it looks like yeah. it's, it's gonna be on PC, right? I think it will hit
1: PlayStation eventually, but eventually. like,
0: but at long. I mean, we
1: never even beat the forest. We did, but yeah, we had. So many good. We need to actually start that up again. We I'm down. That already. was
0: fun as fuck, man. I love the forest.
1: Yeah. But I think this is definitely going to be the pinnacle version of oh, that yeah. formula. You get and, guns. <laughs> yeah, and I enjoyed that quite a bit, man. Like I, I really too. enjoyed that game. I did. Too. And me and you building
0: our log cabin while yep. I played Red Dead Redemption soundtrack forever. Yep. In memory. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: that was honestly it's kind of funny. That's both for honorable mention because like that game. First of all, whatever they're doing with it looks phenomenal. Like the graphics look phenomenal. The, um, it's scary, the cool, the it's survival, scary. and it's multiplayer, and your stories yep. are your own. So, yep, exactly. So that's it's kind of fun that we both landed on that one. <laughs> yep, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that is, that I'm, I'm, option, I'm hyped to mean.
0: play that game. I'll probably get it. And I have a pre order for a Steam Deck. So, if anything, you can have my pre order. Yeah, I
1: mean, you just let me know as in if it will play on the Steam Deck. I'm not really sure yeah, yet because sure either. I got. About but I still HP have my pre
0: order for a Steam Deck, so I don't know. I'll. It's either I'm gonna keep it because I'm I'm a later pre pre order. Like I think mine's after Q2, so who knows yeah. when that will be? But um, I I have a pre order and it, it'll move up. You know when people don't pay and stuff like that. So um, yeah.
1: But, I'm not actually just buy a straight up gaming PC here in the near future. That's like what I know, I like did. Cause I, actually, I bought an <laughs> HP. I freaking Omen. love it. Um, <laughs> I bought an HP Omen gaming PC, um, six or seven years ago.
0: Yeah,
1: and and now it's pretty much dated. It will play some stuff like Rocket League and stuff, Fortnite. And yeah. it, it can still knock that stuff out, but like, what's well, to come? Like Sons of the Forest. because yeah. if you look at that trailer, dude, it looks Bass. beautiful. Yeah. It's phenomenal. So. Um, like I, I will need i will need something more new you know to be able to handle that and run that and um but yeah i'm super stoked for that game that's in a man. weird way as in like it sucks that in my head i'm like how am um, how am i supposed to obtain something to be able to play it but it does yeah. look and that was probably one of the things like cuz we went in that game kind of blind oh, we knew yeah, what we went it was completely blind but we went in mostly blind and that's what kind of created a um the atmosphere and the adventure behind it so oh yeah I'm super stoked for it. And, and with that being said, the 2022 has got not just that. I mean, there's, there's so many games we're not even touching on that, oh, yeah. you know, we can touch on next Very week modern. as in. And that's what – yep. But I was thinking, like, maybe next week we'll kind of start oscillating some more games because as yeah. of, you know, if we do this right now, you know, hopefully we maybe do it Sunday to Sunday. Yep. But if you're getting Arceus on day one, for instance, that's, that'll be Friday. Yep. So we'll have first, first-hand first impressions on that game. Yep. Um, second to that, the next week's Dying Light 2. I, I got it pre ordered. I'm not going mean, to play they, Dying
0: Light, but I'll leave that to you.
1: <laughs> yeah, gonna say, they got me kind of like sunk on that one, so hopefully yep. it shows pretty well. Um, I think a week or two weeks after that's Bid West. And after yep. that, we got The Eldering. After that, we got Kirby. I mean, we got so after much that, stuff got that. After that, we got WWE.
0: After that, we
1: got. Project. Uh, we'll just, I actually, I'm really like excited go. for the uh, Project gosh, Triangle Strategy, I believe which is a Switch game based off oh, Final right. Fantasy Tactics that I used to play. Oh, that's Dude, cool. we had that Four Spoken game. I don't know if you've oh, heard of it. Look, great.
0: And that's written by right, Garimella and Amy, yep. uh, Amy, Amy, what's her name from Uncharted? Yeah. So, Amy like, you know it's
1: yeah. going to be great. Uh, we had the Uncharted movie to talk about. Dude, <laughs> I mean, I'm hyped
0: for that. I don't care what anybody says. I'm hyped for the Uncharted movie, even though the casting's is mean, terrible.
1: I mean, all I'm saying is, like, stay tuned, stay tuned for 2022 because – We got a lot coming, man, and 2023, I think, will be even more loaded because as we hopefully – I don't care which side of whatever fence you're standing on right now because I know – I don't care who you are. We want to get through it as we've – two years now, right? Yeah. We want to get through this pandemic. We want to get through whatever. 2020
0: and 2021 just blend together. I don't even know what year it is.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's – but as – and I think – and I've kind of heard rumors from even, like, certain people, like, on Game Informer with, like, Dan Tack – couple other people on a couple other websites that kind of alluded to, I believe there was a lot of games that were supposed to release, even in 2020 as well as 2021, that mm-hmm. were COVID hit. Yep. Which means I think there might be a couple more surprise releases than we think in this year, as well as in a 2023 and possibly even in 2024.
0: We're going to get loaded. Because
1: right. I'm going to be honest with you, though, and I know we didn't even mention this, and we can talk about this next week because – other 2022 releases that we're looking forward to, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm pretty sure the new Batman and Su- um, Suicide Squad are hitting this year. Oh, yeah. They are. You know what I'm saying? And even Harry Potter poss- possibly? So yep. all three of these major WB games hitting yep. 2022? And I mean, Lego. So that would be four titles yeah, from sure. WB. Yeah. So insane. there's a lot coming, man. And here's the other thing. They just announced that Amazon's dropping um, Lord of the Rings in September, and you don't think WB's going to be ready for that? They will be.
0: You well, they got that like, multiverse, the fighting game, the Smash
1: Brothers. <laughs> so who knows, man? You know what we're coming up with? Like, I just think, and I think this year is going to be even more because I think because of the pandemic, you're going to have more and more companies, such as Activision. The rumor is they weren't approached by Microsoft to be bought. Yeah. They approached Microsoft to be bought. Yeah. And I guarantee you, there is so many because you know WB has already been in this article. Like they've been all over the place with AT and T trying to unload. I guess you would say it wouldn't surprise me. And supposedly Ubisoft only like around seven million. Like yeah. why wouldn't Ubisoft do the same thing? You were alluding to Square Enix, which I believe yep. is around two to three. Yep. I mean, I think twenty twenty two is going to be, we'll say twenty twenty two through twenty twenty five. It's the next. I think greatest shaping of what the market will look like for gaming. Oh yeah, compared to where it's more or less the late nineties, early eighties from Nintendo all the way through PlayStation.
0: Yep.
1: So Sega getting beat out by Nintendo more or less, PlayStation jumping in, and then even early two thousand with Microsoft saying, "Hey, we're going to put our foot in here as well." So like, I think within the next five years for sure, it's going to define what gaming looks like. Literally, probably in the next two or two, you know, one or two decades. Including, because I do have an Oculus, by the way. Yeah, but I am super stoked from what I've been hearing uh, VR on the TV. next PSVR. Yeah, so That'll be crazy. and if Sony can bring some of that first party love and truly make some home run hitters in that VR, I, I'm I'm gonna buy that one as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, once they add the forest, they might do like they do with the PC version. <laughs> oh, no, that's very. And we're gonna be I'll, freaking terrified.
1: <laughs> So, I, you know, I know we got to wrap this up and this yep. will be my last thing I got to say. One of the things I played this prior year was Resident Evil 4 Oculus. Yeah. And it was the first time that I was truly sold on VR. Yeah. And it, in my head, I was like, this can be the future of gaming. And it's funny because at the very beginning of the game, you come into the village and you're trying to run left and right. It's, dude, this is, it's tough. First of all, if you played on GameCube, it was tough. If you played on the yeah, Wii, yeah. it was tough. PS2, it was tough. Because all you got to do is Resident Evil games like are that. usually
0: kind of
1: tough. Yeah. So all you're waiting, you're living as long as you can until the bell rings. So when the bell rings, the enemies go away more or less. So that's yeah. the whole gist of that portion of the game. Very early on, all you have is a pistol. Dude, I climbed the bell tower. Yeah. Because you can climb this tower. And I remember climbing this tower years ago on the Wii, PS2, whatever it was. Yeah. I climbed it on Oculus and put my head over the edge to look down at the enemy swarming at the base of it. Oh, and it God. was the first time in a long time that I was so enamored or brought into that world. And I was just kind of like, Holy crap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it gave me a sense of dread right. that that game, you know, Resident Evil wants to give to you, I guess right. you would say. And, I was just like just imagine the way Resident Evil 8 looks or Resident Evil Village looks mm-hmm. if we can get that in VR dude. Well they did like, the 7
0: and I never played I never beat it cuz I'm a scaredy cat but
1: <laughs> I I'm, I'm just talking about just the graphics man. Oh just, yeah. Just, the, are the processing cuz like Resident Evil 4 of course you know it's it's yeah, still but it's an old game. Yeah, it displaces you because you realize it's a game. Yep. But like, if you get to the point to where you're looking at like 4K renderings mm. of, or even 8K in the near future, and you are in VR, and you're just like, "What the heck, man? Like, am I actually in? You know, a yeah. village right yeah. now full of zombies? You know what I'm saying? Like, and we're getting there. Yep. So like that that was the Resident Evil 4 because it is a game, right? Because a lot right. of VR games they're games, but they're more like arcades, right? Like right. you put a quarter in, you play it. But whereas Resident Evil 4 is literally like, hey, you're going to go from point A and hopefully rescue Ashley all the way to point F, right? Yeah. I say F because you're going through A, B, C, D, E, F, G, whatever it is. Yeah. I think like VR and that, again, just wrap it all up, bring us back to the metaverse, Activision, all that stuff. Man, that's what they want, right? So buckle up for 2022. That's all I can say. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly. Well, Keaton, thanks for joining me again i'm excited to get these started again and excited to do more of them and you know be more part of it and you know i think this was a good first first outgoing but uh i hope everyone who listened uh well you know is still here on the podcast feed because i just changed the name and title Uh, but uh you know i hope you enjoyed the episode we'll see you next time be sure to you know subscribe click the little like button do all that good stuff and uh, we'll see you next time